This year, COP27 runs from Sunday 6th of November until Friday 18th in Sharm el-Sheikh, Egypt. The United Nations gathering of leaders from over 190 countries has an enormous task, agreeing climate solutions that match the scale of the crisis the planet is facing. But will these grown-up leaders make system-changing decisions that will have the impact required? Those we spoke to seemed sceptical of it offering anything other than a chance for powerful people to say the right thing but come up short on delivery. Well, as kids, we often have the opposite problem. We want to change things, but feel like we don't have the power to do enough. Well, one thing that can help is finding other people who feel the same way. And for the second year in a row, the school's Climate and Nature Summit offers all children in primary and secondary an opportunity to make friends and start climate awareness and action, in school and at home. It takes place in tandem with COP27, We met some of the children and teachers taking part. People like you, who'd like to put nature in the classroom that little bit more. Hi, I'm Kira. I live in Tipperary and I'm nine. I go to school in Clareham. We plant native trees in class and, well, we do plant beaches, some of us, because they're, well, they're kind of native. And we do nature walks. And then when we go back, we write in our nature journal about what we've done and what we've seen on the walk. I'm Killian and I'm in the same class as Kira, and I'm nine years old. Going out on nature walks, it's one of my favourite subjects. We get to learn a lot about nature. Sometimes we go down to the park. I've mostly seen birds, but I don't think I've seen anything else. I get to see my mum more today because she's my teacher. I'm Mary. I'm a teacher in Clarehan National School and I'm coordinating the Primary Planet and Nature Summit. So I joined the ISSN, the Irish School Sustainability Network, last year after taking part in the summit with my class. I just logged on online and after that I reached out to Patrick uh, who founded the network And I just got involved from there and started to help out. I just have a huge interest in science, outdoor learning, and particularly environmental science myself. So that's what kind of got me involved. The great thing about being a teacher and developing initiatives and using what's already out there, because it's really about kind of amplifying as well what's already out there, is that you see instantly what works and what doesn't work. You know, so there's direct feedback and you can you can change kind of what you're doing. Like when you're in the classroom, you're kind of it's not as fun as going outside and actually learning about it outside of the class. If you're outside, it can help you to learn, but also helps you to learn about the animals and that when you are learning about the animals, if you didn't really know much, you mightn't think like why it's bad for them. My name is Noel and I'm Killian's mother. I love that he's learning the names of these things because when they learn to identify and name things, it's more personal to them that they'll actually look after them and care about them personally, have a relationship with the nature. And like that's for me, number one for that I see with him is that he can actually now name the trees and take interest in the birds and the crows and actually have a relationship because he can name things. You know, it's, it's just lovely at a very basic level. Children are very open to learning about nature. They love being outside. They love learning about um, the plants and animals. And um, it's just a really excellent way to engage them with their locality. And the more we visit the same place, particularly over the seasons, the more they notice. And like, it's, it's just not difficult. It's not a difficult thing to do because the children want to do it. 
Um, it improves observational skills. It improves their conversation. It's just so beneficial. My kids should get out in nature because it's good for you. And when you're in nature, it kind of makes me feel calm. Maybe it makes some other people feel calm as well. I'm Sean. I am in Rockbrook Park School. I'm 12 years old. There is a lot of stuff going on. For example, there's a nature pond in a bee field. It's just sort of a rural environment in a way. There's a forest in the grounds and then there's lots of space to walk around and just, yeah, it's not too tamed. There is an eco club on Mondays. We talk about nature. One day we went out and we took photographs of mushrooms in the forest and I got about like 80 pictures. There's a lot of mushrooms. And right now we're in the middle of making a sort of terrarium and we're going to put a little ecosystem in it. My name is George and I go to Rockbrook Park School. One of our teachers stands out a lot in that respect. And I think Mr. Preston does stand out. He is the head of our eco club and he's the one who told us about this. Hi, I'm Cody Preston. I'm a teacher in Rockbrook Park School. In Rockbrook, we came across the Irish School Sustainability Network on social media and uh, we connected up with Patrick, who put a shout out to schools to join. And it was just great to join up with uh, other schools, other teachers and students uh, from around the country. We meet on Zoom once a month. Uh, we share ideas. We share what we're doing in our schools. Uh, and then we, we kind of take joint actions as well to try and address issues of, of, of climate and biodiversity loss. The idea is that if a school buys into it, they show the videos to the whole school at the same time. So it's like making sure that every single teacher and student knows what they can do and that it's a whole school conversation. And then between the first video and the second video, that they've taken action. My name is Breen. I am 13 years old and I also go to Rockbrook Park School. I love how every Monday during lunch you're able to go to a nature room where our nature club is in. And the sustainability is really good because we, we have compost bins and we have gotten rid of tinfoil. In any school, it can depend on the teachers in the school and, and who's passionate. So some of the, the students have had teachers in primary school that have been interested in, in nature, so they have a little bit more of a knowledge. But a lot of the students, it does seem to be relatively uh, new to them to, to, to really get out and start experiencing nature in a real way. There's not a lot of space for animals in urban areas and well animals aren't getting a lot of space. Humans have a lot of space they don't need so they can give them to the animals. It makes me feel like sad about like how there's not enough stuff for the animals to feed on and like live on but uh, hopefully with Rockbrook and other schools that are trying to become a zero waste school uh, that's looking pretty hopeful the climate and nature summit is a place where children all across schools are going to learn about the environment over videos that they watch and it'll just spread the knowledge of the environment larger than it has ever been before so in primary schools the climate and nature summit is going to be worked around a theme of Irish native woodlands. So at primary school, it's always enjoyable for teachers to plan in an integrated way and for children to learn in that way, to, to learn all their subjects through a theme. Roughly two videos a day for primary schools. And again, teachers can pick and choose if they wish, or they can do them all. They can use them how they see fit. 
and they will range across subjects from literacy. So Fighting Words in Dublin has done a wonderful literacy lesson for us in, in both English and Irish. There is an art lesson. There are plenty for SESE or History, Geography, Science lessons about our woodlands, about the Atlantic rainforests, some of which are still left there in West Cork that we'll learn about. And then towards the end of the week, the videos kind of change more and are more focused on taking action. So some of the students in our network, some of the older students, transition years and older, have put some videos together, very short clips, just explaining some of the projects that they have done. So we're hoping that will be inspirational for our primary pupils. And then there are very specific videos on the Friday for taking action, where classes will be brought through the steps of how to go about creating your own action project. And also, actually, Kali Ennis did a very specific video then on the creation of a school pond. We don't have one in Clarehan yet, but it is a great addition to a school, both for increasing biodiversity on site, but also just the learning opportunities that they provide for a school. In secondary schools, there's two videos each day and classes can choose which one they want to watch. They watch it as a group and hopefully the whole school watches the same video. And the real idea is to try and get people talking about these issues. So it's to create conversations to get students in their classrooms talking, to get teachers in the staff room talking, and hopefully even bringing that home and talking about it at home with their parents and uh, at the dinner table. So uh, really it's just about uh, raising awareness, getting conversations going, and hopefully inspiring some schools and young people to, to take action as well. There's lots that you know we can do as schools, both in our own communities and then also, you know, wider trying to raise awareness with our local representatives and politicians to, to tell them that it's something that's important to us. So it's happening during the week of COP27. People may remember last year there was a, a big climate change conference in Scotland and there was another one this year in Egypt. And that's where all the world leaders come together to discuss climate change and what we can do about it. You know, as, as we know, we need ambitious targets. We need leaders who are going to make big efforts to change the way that we're doing things at the moment. So it's raising awareness in schools that this happens, that these COP events happen and using that opportunity where it might be in the news to, to, to make it relevant to our students. We just realised that the, the landscape is so fast changing. I can't keep up with what's going on. And teachers who are definitely not in, working in the space or, or thinking in the space will find, you know, it's, 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 it's really difficult. So the summit gives people a quick snapshot, getting up to speed, students and staff, about what's going on, but also giving them an education they'll never get in school because it's just never going to be in the curriculum because you can't jam everything in. And who can have a sense of agency if you don't know what's going on in the world. So all of the resources for the Climate and Nature Summit are online on the issn.ie website. So once you go in, the videos are there. There's also extra resources like worksheets, walking debates, quizzes, you know, extra videos people can watch if they want to explore a topic in more detail. All of that is, is on the website and schools can use it at, at any time. It's really about finding a slot that works in your school, like in our school, for example, at 10.20 each day, all the classes are going to watch a video and hopefully then that goes into the break time and, and gets conversations going. I think that the Climate and Nature Summit is something you could do one week, but you could engage in nature every week. More schools should join the Irish Sustainability Network because small things will make up to a big thing, which is going to help us be more sustainable and hopefully be better for the planet. 
Schools can register for the Climate and Nature Summit on the ISSN website. So it's issn.ie. But even if you haven't registered, you can still access the content. You can access the videos and resources there. But we'd encourage people to, to register. That way, you know, we, you can get the emails and stay in the loop and, you know, maybe some follow-up activities after the, the summit to keep people involved. I'm really looking forward to the Climate and Nature Summit because it just makes you look at trees and different types of animals more clearly and it would just help you learn a bit more. Mary Robinson mentioned in her pre-recorded speech for the Climate and Nature Summit that you are never too young to lead and never too old to learn. So I think that's that, that's a good little saying. And I'm constantly learning and I'm constantly learning from the students as well, actually, because, you know, when you, you, you start talking about an issue, there's lots of things they, they know that you didn't know. So it's, it's a two-way process. I'm hoping for a lot more people in my school to be interested in nature maybe more people will join the nature club and I think that it will be a great boost to our knowledge of the environment. Well, it's a good thing to get involved in. Everybody really should. Everybody. Ecolation was produced by Nikki Cocklin with edit assistance from Eva O'Neill and it was presented by me, Evie Kenny. This is Anne. I'm Junior Bob.